Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at montanamstore.com. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's Now ESPN Radio, taking you all the way around the state of Montana each and every weekday. Coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting online nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Go download that ESPN Montana app if you want to watch us here for the second hour of the show. Not on SWX for hour number two today. That's okay. Tons of ways to keep up with Nuanas now, whether you're listening on the radio, the podcast, the live stream, but that ESPN Montana app, pretty sweet. You can watch and or listen to this show live and or archived anytime. So go get that thing in your life. Go download that on all of your various mobile devices. Miss anything in hour number one? A fun first hour. Talk some Stanley Cup finals with Grizz hockey coach Mike Anderson, who's sort of become our resident NHL expert. Great insight from Mike. Appreciate him swinging by to get us all set up as the Stanley Cup Finals begins tonight with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Their quest for a third consecutive Stanley Cup title starts in Denver against the Colorado Avalanche. We also talked some local races. The Governor's Cup up in Helena last weekend. The Missoula Marathon coming up in Missoula this upcoming weekend. Plus another ridiculous performance by building senior product Christina Aragon for the Stanford Cardinal. And talked some Class B All-Star High School football game action from last weekend. Talked about a couple incoming Grizz recruits. And talked about one Lady Grizz who's on her way to Carroll College to play in the Frontier Conference. You can find everything from today's show so far on the Nuanas Now podcast. Available on all your podcast hosting platforms. Presented in part by Sportsbet Montana as well as the Advocates. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable Shrine Game Edition. The East-West Shrine Game, the 75th version of it takes place in Great Falls, Montana, 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium on Saturday night. Very much looking forward to this. It's been a couple years since I was able to attend a Shrine game, but I'll be making the drive up and very excited to check out the squads. About 15 minutes from now, we'll hear from Mark Sampson, the head coach of the East, but right now we are joined by the head coach of the West. It's Hamilton High School's Bryce Carver. Coach, thanks for taking a minute out of your busy schedule, man. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, very good. Uh, first and foremost, I know that uh, you've been climbing the coaching ranks, and you guys have been so dang good over these last five years. Finally pushed it with a state title this last fall. But uh, as a younger guy in the coaching profession, what's this like for you taking the reins of the Shrine game for the first time? Yeah, you know, it's first off, it was a big honor to get asked to do it. And, um, you know, it's my third time being here, and I've, I kind of went a White House coach and then offensive coordinator and now I got the chance to be the head coach, so it's exciting. It's a great, it's a great time this week, and um, really, really thrilled that I got got asked to do it. The uh, West staff also includes Jake Hayes, who's also of Hamilton High School, as well as Brett Carver, 
I was from Dillon, where you're from. I got to assume you guys are related. <laughs> That's, yeah, he's my dad. Yep. There you go. So Brett's, Brett's Bryce's dad. And then you got Scott Evans, one of my favorite guys from Helena High. Matt Johnson, one of my favorite coaches I ever had from Missoula Big Sky. And Jim Lawson from Hot Springs. So when it comes to the coaching staff, I, I know you couldn't do it without them. But how, how do you go about putting in a plan and things like that when you just have a week? But also, you have a heck of a lot of talent. Yeah, you know, I think when we put together the staff, it's a bunch of guys who, you know, I personally know and um, have met before. So it makes it a lot easier when we go to put in a an offense and a defense and a special teams that when you have such good coaches, you're able to uh, to do it quick and, and make sure it's done right. And, I mean, obviously every one of these guys are, are great coaches, so it makes it a lot easier to do what uh, what we wanted to do this week. ESPN Roundtables presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Bryce Carver, Hamilton High School head coach and also the head coach of the East-West Shrine game joining us here uh, on Nuanas now. And, uh, Coach, from an implementation standpoint, especially when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, you have one of your quarterbacks playing for you in Tyson Rostad, who, by the way, will join us later on this week. Excited to have Tyson on the show on Friday. But does that ease the process a little bit? I mean, can you kind of use him as a coach on the field and, and have him at least, you know, sort of directing traffic with the wideouts and some of the other quarterbacks since he is a little bit more familiar with what you guys are doing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you got him who, uh, you know, he, he grew up in my offense, and so when he gets the chance to play quarterback, you know, I don't really have to spend a lot of time, you know, teaching him the offense. So I really get to focus on on getting uh, Caden Hewitt caught up to speed. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a good enough kid and smart enough kid that he, it hasn't taken him long at all. But it is nice to have Tyson in the, in the mix who, um, you know, knows all our stuff and, and, and can help everyone out, uh, you know, and be, a, be exactly be another coach out there. When it comes to shaking the rust off, I mean, it's been, you know, six, seven months since a lot of these guys have played football. And for a lot of these guys, right. this is their last football game, too, because they might not be going on to the college level. So how do you sort of ease them back into it and, uh, you know, don't empty the tank too much during the, the one week of practice you do have leading up to this showcase? Yeah, you know, when you got kids of this caliber that were picked for the game, I think, it, it you know, it doesn't take much. They're, they're all athletes, and, and and when they got here, most of them are still getting ready to go in August to a, to a team, and, and some aren't. But uh, they, they've been great. I mean, it, they're like I said, they're players. They can get out, and it doesn't take long for them to get rolling again. Bryce Carver joined us, Hamilton High School, and the head coach of the East Squad in the Montana East-West Shrine game, the 75th anniversary uh, we're, you're talking to you here on a Wednesday, Coach. I know there's a lot of stuff that goes on with these games that's outside of the, the football part of them. So have the players got a chance to, to do any of the community outreach stuff yet, or is that still on the horizon? What's kind of the status of all the off-the-field stuff these guys get to do? Yeah, you know, we've had some good guest speakers come in, and, and Coach Dennehy and Coach Delaney and um, Coach Bob Green. So you've got those guys that get to come talk and to the team. So they get to hear from some, you know, real – legends of montana there and then um we have we've been able to get out and get out um you know with the community a little bit we'll have a little more of that as we go going forward so uh i think the kids are getting the full experience and, and getting to see what this game really means and, and they're taking it all in stride and just having a great time and you mentioned the the quarterback that you're familiar with tyson rostad and also caden hewitt is from helena high two guys going to the grizzlies that are slated to play quarterback in this game for the west so um, first of all, what's your evaluation of Caden Hewitt? I, I thought he was a really talented kid when I watched him the last couple of years. Yeah, very talented. You know, um, he's a big kid. He's got a great strong arm. He's mobile, uh, very smart, and has just been a leader, too. He's got a great attitude. Uh, it's really been a joy to have him this uh, this week so far. And, and I, you know, he, he's definitely, definitely a dude on the team. And, um, I think he's going to do good things, uh, you know, going forward with his future. Well, the fact that both those guys, too, are, are Division One caliber athletes. I mean, Tyson Ross is so athletic. Who knows what he'll play because I think he can play all over the place. But the fact that they do kind of have that, that, that Division One mind as well, I mean, does that make the implementation of this stuff, the teaching of this stuff this week easier? Yeah, abs- you know, absolutely. They, they have that mindset, that kind of killer instinct, and, and they do have the brains. Um, you know, on the on the field stuff, that they're able to learn things so quick, able to help each other out, uh, help other people out, and so when you got guys like that who can, uh, you know, who are going to play at the next level, it really makes uh, 
makes uh, you know putting in offensive stuff a lot easier. And uh, as I count this up, Coach, I think you got nine guys that are headed to the Grizz and eleven guys that are headed to Division One overall on your on your roster. Roughly about forty guys. So does that come with some pressure knowing you're so stacked on, on uh, both sides of the ball in this game? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that adds pressure. It just makes my life a lot easier. Yeah, right. Uh, when we when we've got so many D one guys, and um, you know, I know the East team's talented as well, so. I'm just excited for the game on Saturday. I think it's going to be two really good teams going at it. And, uh, you know, it'll be a fun time. ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls, Missoula. Bryce Carver, the head coach of the West Squad for the Montana East-West Shrine game, joining us live here on ESPN Radio. And last thing for you, Coach, what's your general scout on the other side? And what do you think of this matchup? Because, like you said, the East has a lot of great talent as well. So what do you think of... Uh, just the squad that awaits you in Memorial Stadium on Saturday night. You know, Coach Sampson's been around the game a long time, and, you know, it's kind of his last going-away party for him. And so, uh, you know, he's won a lot of games, been a lot of places. I think he's going to have his team ready to go, and I know he's got a great staff with him, guys who've been in the game before. And um, Then looking at the players, you know, they, they, they draw a lot, of, a lot of great, great players, guys I played against on the Class A level guys I see in the papers at the AA and then the BC kids as well so um, he, that, him and his staff are going to have those kids ready to roll and um, I, I'm sure they're, you know, they're going to be ready to go as well so we're going to do our best to, to get our kids ready and get up there and, and then put, hopefully put on a show and have a great game and, um, you know, and again I, I keep telling kids the outcome of the game is not the biggest of deals uh, when you realize what you're playing for and so um, I'm just enjoying the moment, enjoying the week, and, and really, really thrilled at what we can do to, you know, give back to the Shrine Hospital. Well, very cool. It is for a greater good and always one of the best events of the summer. Bryce Carver, Hamilton High School, the defending state champions of the Class A level. He now leads the West squad into the Montana East-West Shrine game up in Great Falls on Saturday night. Bryce, thanks for being with us, man, and best of luck. I'll catch up with you on Saturday. All right, I appreciate it. The ESPN Roundtable is presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, located on the south side of town, 20, uh, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. They have 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, plus breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, if there's a way to watch a game like the East West Shrine game, they'll have it on for you. So go check out Paradise Falls. Great place to gather with both friends and family alike couple fun dynamics in this East-West Shrine game. I, I think it's really fun. And again, like I mentioned, I think Tyson Rostad's a hell of an athlete. I think that he has the potential to play all over the field for the Montana Grizzlies. And, uh, I, th- you know, sometimes when guys can hit and tackle and run, but they also are a quarterback, their point of entry to playing is going to come earlier on special teams. It's just like Garrett Graves, who came out of Eureka, uh, a couple years ago, who's now going to be a fourth-year junior safety for the Grizzlies. The, the hit he had on, I believe it was a punt, covering a punt against Eastern Washington when he's a redshirt freshman, he rocked the guy. It was one of the hits of the year. And then all of a sudden, the coach is like, well, man, this guy's not afraid to stick his nose in there. And all of a sudden, Graves is getting reps at safety, and then all of a sudden, he's starting at safety. And uh, we saw it with Tyson Rostad's older brother, Carson, who came in as a multiple-time Gatorade Player of the Year, a guy who could really spin it, a guy who quarterbacked Hamilton uh, to deep playoff runs in all four years as a starter. But he's also 6'3", 225, and he can run. And so all of a sudden, he's covering some kicks. Ooh, they like what they see. Ooh, now all of a sudden, now he's playing linebacker. So sometimes uh, Montana guys, their diversity kind of plays about having the ball in their hands. But that's okay. Uh, but I do think that Tyson Ross said just analyzing him from an athletic perspective, that's going to be a fun part of Saturday. I also really like the, the thought, though, of Caden Hewitt, the big quarterback out of Helena High, who goes about 6'4", 205. He's going to be throwing to some of his future teammates. One of them is a current teammate, Chase McGurin, although I believe McGurin's slated to play a lot more defense in this game. But Chase McGurin, a a two-way star at, at Helena High who's going to the Grizzlies. Ian Finch out of Missoula Hellgate. He's a, a receiver in this game. And uh, so he'll be catching passes from Caden Hewitt. So maybe they have a, a little early establishment of a connection there. Uh, and I'm also just interested to see 
sort of the, the coalescing of a lot of these future Grizzlies. I mean, Drew Klump's going to play some defense out of Missoula Sentinel, and he'll be playing for the first time with future teammates like Marcus Evans, who's also out of Helena High, uh, who's an inside linebacker, Bronrick Hendrickson, who's out of Polson, a defensive lineman, who's headed to the Grizzlies. So I love sort of the, the connections like that. I'm also very interested to analyze Patrick Rohrbach. He's the kicker and punter in this game for the West. And what do the Grizzlies need? Badly. A kicker and a punter. <laughs> so is he ready? Is he ready to do it? I'm not sure. So we'll get, get to see a uh, an up-close and personal version of him, see if he's ready to go. And uh, also see if that's something that can help Montana in this upcoming football season. And I'm also just excited to see the exchange. It's also a really cool storyline. Mark Sampson coaching his final game uh, as a head coach uh, in high school football. He's a Helena native and a guy that's been coaching in the state since 1981. He just completed his sixth season as the head coach at Great Falls High and led the Bison to the Class AA playoffs for the fourth year in a row. Sampson made stops as an assistant at Helena High, Townsend High School, and Carroll College before serving as the head coach of Missoula Loyola Capital High School, where he achieved some of his greatest success. Haver High School, Montana State Northern of the Frontier Conference, and then most recently, Great Falls High. 390 games in 38 seasons is what Sampson's career will culminate in. This is his third time as the head coach uh, in the Shrine game. Speaking of that legendary man, he will join us for the second part of our ESPN Roundtable. Right after this, Mark Sampson, the head coach of the East from the East-West Shrine game. On Nuanas Now, our ESPN roundtable rolls on. Keep it right here on 1029 ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. A little Paul Simon for you. Got to love all of the uh, tunage that we got for you here at Nuana's Now. Although, if you're a Nuana's Now podcast listener, can have a little bit uh, new formula, and it uh, has nothing to do with us. It's FCC stuff, so don't worry about it. But uh, if you are missing the music as a loyal podcast listener, we apologize. We're coming up with some uh, adequate solutions for you. But in the meantime, keep on listening no matter how you're listening. Coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Go check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls, continues. How about a guy who is a coaching legend in the state of Montana and a guy who will coach his final game? at least as a head coach in the high school ranks on Saturday uh, as part of the East-West Shrine game. Well, happy now to continue our ESPN Roundtable. And this week, it's a Shrine game edition of the ESPN Roundtable, the 75th annual Montana East-West Shrine game. It's in Great Falls, Montana Memorial Stadium on Saturday at 7 p.m. And the head coach of the East all-star team joins us now. Mark Sampson, a Montana high school coaching legend and a guy who's been around the game for a really long time. And uh, I don't dare say the last hurrah, but coming off of a recent retirement from Great Falls High, first of all, congratulations, Coach. But you've been a part of these Shrine games for a while, so this uh, this must be a fun time of year for you. Yeah, um, I've been fortunate. I've been a part of them both as a coach and then, of course, as a father with my two kids playing in them. And, and uh you know, followed this organization, following this game for a long, long time. I remember the olden days when 
back when, I mean, really olden days, uh, you know, both teams used to suit up in Great Falls and practice in Great Falls for really two long weeks, and then, you know, you play your game and stuff. And But, uh, yeah, this is this is pretty special for me, uh, Coulter. You know, uh, after 40 years of being in education and coaching and stuff, you know, to decide that maybe I want to step back a little bit. And then the Shrine organization called me, and they said they'd like me to, you know, headed up for the 75th game, and, and uh, you know, kind of meant something to me. And uh, but the I've really enjoyed. I mean, we've only been at it for like three days now, but um, I've really, really enjoyed this. Uh, I've got a great coaching staff. These are these are people that kind of a mixture of some people I really didn't know, but people I know very well, and we've done a great job. I feel. I got some really good coaches here, and not only that, they're really good people. Uh, we can laugh and have fun with each other, and, but the knowledge that goes on, honestly, <laughs> in the evening, we're talking about what we want to do and how we want to do it. It's amazing. Um, and on top of that, these kids are great. I mean, they've been—they're not only good athletes, you know. And you come to an all-star game like this, you may not be really sure. I, I mean, you know who they are, but you're not quite sure what they are. Uh, we've got some good athletes. We're big. We're strong. We're fast. Um, and what I like about these kids is they've got some energy about them. They're really enthusiastic. They, they're having fun. Um, they're very close-knitted. I was talking to one of my players, Zach Newton, earlier, and I just said to him, I said, you know, it seems like this group really came together in a hurry. And he said, yeah, we did. He said, he said these guys, are, they're just good people. So... You know, it's kind of kind of the perfect storm for me. You know, this will be my last game as a head football coach, so to speak. But um, I'm enjoying it so far, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. Well, it is an interesting dynamic, too, because you look at the East roster and uh, Bridger Polk, Devin Brewer, Zach Newton, who you mentioned, who was one of our students of the week a little while ago. What a great kid he was. And then Ryan Cray, who's headed to Montana State to play football. Those guys all played for you before. So how does that work as a head coach when you are coaching a handful of guys that know your coaching style, and then you're sort of meshing in these other couple dozen guys that maybe aren't as familiar with you? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm so happy you know, that we could get both Devron and Bridger into this game. You know, they've chosen as alternates. Um, and I'd hope that we could get them. Um, but the four of them have been with me, you know, all four years of their high school. All of them, all, all four of them, actually started playing varsity football as sophomores. Um, they're all going on to college football. Um, you know, you mentioned Ryan's going to MSU. Uh, Zach's going to go play for my son at Tech. Uh, Devron's going to Carroll College to play for Troy Purcell. And uh, Bridger Polk's heading down to to Western, and um, you know that 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 you know, and, and as I got my coaches around here, they're all thinking the same way. You know, that's kind of the I don't know what you want to call it, but when your players get selected by colleges and they say, "Hey, we want your players to come represent us and be a part of it," that's pretty special. And um, you know, those four kids mean a lot to me. Uh, they really do. They they they've been so close to me. They got great parents. Um, they're great in the classroom. And, uh, you know, in some ways when they come to this game and you know, I'm looking across the table at Levi Weshu and Levi's coached this game before and he's got his Bozeman players here, you know, those kids that are the, the players of the coaches, they kind of automatically become leaders, you know? I mean, and, and not, to, not to say they're not important, but sometimes then in games like this, you don't pay as much attention to your own kids because what you're doing, they already know. And you're trying to coach up the rest of the kids, and and so Zach and Ryan and Bridger and uh, Devron, they just they just go about and do everything. And what's kind of cool, um, the positions they're playing because they know what we're you know they understand the defense because my defensive coordinator Eric Stover is running that, and our offense Levi West and I are kind of mixed matching Bozeman High and, and Great Falls High, but we do a lot of the same things. And the, the thing that's neat about it is those kids know exactly right right now what we're talking about, what we're trying to do. So they're helping other kids get, you know, to do the things they have to do. And that, to me, that's what's kind of cool about this game, too. And, uh, you know, 
like I said, a lot of good kids. You know, it's funny, these kids come from rivalries. You know, you got Bozeman High, Gallatin High, you got CMR, Great Falls High, you got the Billing Schools, and they kind of joss each other a little bit, you know, about that little rivalry thing. But, but they really are a lot closer than I think people understand, you know, and they grow closer. And, uh, uh, like again, like I said, I, I'm blessed that I've got five great assistant coaches around me, uh, 41 great players, uh, and plus the Shriners here. So this is my third or fourth game. I'm like, that sure now it shows how old I am. But these, th- this group of Shriners have done a, a terrific job putting everything together for us. I mean, they've worked hard. Their organization's really good. They're taking care of us. They're, they're fun to be around. You know, this this is a great group of Shriners that are running this the show this year for us. So can't thank them enough. UP, University of Providence, where we're staying. Uh, they're taking care of us, you know, too. I mean, it, everything is running pretty darn smooth right now. So knock on wood, we're going to keep that going for three or four more days. Mark Sampson joining us. He is the head coach of the East All-Star team, the Montana East-West Shrine game, 75th edition of it, plays out in Great Falls on Saturday evening, 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium. Coach mentioned his staff, Eric Stoverud from Great Falls High, Tom Tramner of Power Dutton Brady, Eric Hagan of Great Falls CMR, Mike Jones of Chinook, and Levi Weshi of Bozeman High School. And, Coach, these games are so interesting because, like you said, you got 40-plus players that are coming from all over the state, different levels of football. So how do you go about implementing stuff? Because I'm sure you like to keep it a little bit simple, but also probably a high priority on keeping guys healthy. They haven't played football in a while. So how do you just manage, uh, you know, just getting back into football when a lot of guys haven't played in a little while? Well, you're correct on the first thing. There's some challenge to it. Um, So you try to keep it somewhat simple. Um, I am fortunate, though, that speaking of my five assistants and I and I truly believe this I believe they're good communicators I believe you know when they sit there and explain to kids this is why we do it how we do it stuff like that they do it in such a way the kids can understand and you know Coulter is the same thing I mean I realize we got kids from all these different schools and you know we even got a big old dude from Canada that people are going to love and you know it's kind of interesting when you really break it down it isn't a whole lot different it really is you know a lot of us kind of run the same thing offensively, defensively, special teams-wise, uh, stuff like that. So you don't want to overload their brains, you know. Try to put them in a position where they're going to succeed and have fun at it. And, uh, you know, just don't try to overcoach these kids. And, um, you know, so far, I'm pleased with it anyway. You know, we, we've run a couple smaller kind of scrum things already in a couple, three days. and. The first one yesterday morning, you know, the offense kind of kind of got the better of the defense, you know. And then uh, last night, we did a little bit 11-on-11, 11 11 and our defense started flying around like I expected them to, and they caused us some problems. And, you know, so then, of course, there's this, oh, we'll get you tomorrow stuff, you know, stuff like that. But when I see that, that tells me that we've got some players that will be there on Saturday night ready to go. Um there's, I'll tell you what, there's some kids here that, you know, I've, I've heard about for the last four years, but I've never seen really play. Never, Obviously never met them, but well, I'll tell you what, they're great kids. Um, you know, just one quick kid, and this is only one of 41, but yesterday Bo Danik made a couple plays on defense, and that kid is an athlete, and the Grizzlies have got a good one there. Well, I'll tell you what, the kid is football smart, uh, reaction, things like that, and but again, he's one of 41 kids that are pretty special, and um, you know. But it's these kids, like I said, they're working hard. They're picking up the schemes, and you know, like we told them, we said, if all else fails, just get off the ball and go find someone to hit, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and they they all understand that part of it pretty easy. So, um, you know, kind of what we're really honestly, I think what you want to try to do here is get your kids coached up to point. Just make sure they're a little bit relaxed. They'll be all, you know, they're going to be hyped up come Saturday at seven. Just make sure they understand. Don't don't make some mistakes early. Don't kill yourself early, and then just get in the flow of the game and get relaxed and just play the game, and everything will be fine. ESPN Roundtable. Mark Sampson joining us. He's the head coach of the East All Star Team, the East West Shrine Game in Great Falls on Saturday evening. And coach, you mentioned some of the guys that are college bound. That's one of my favorite dynamics of this game too, because. 
sometimes you have some funny crossovers where you got guys playing together for the first time, guys playing together for the last time, guys playing with guys that might be rivals coming up, whether it's in the big sky or the frontier. But then you also have a whole bunch of guys that might be playing football for the last time as well. So uh, there's a lot yeah, of varying yeah. emotions and a lot of varying combinations as well. So uh, how do you sort of make guys come together and all enjoy it at a similar level, no matter what the experience might hold? Yeah, you're, you're, you hit it right on the nail. Um, you know, some of these kids, of course, you read in the newspapers, you listen to yourself on your broadcast or TV, whatever it is, and you find out where kids are going, you know, and, and especially the kids going to the Caps and the Grizz. But there's a lot of kids here that are going on to play college. I wasn't quite sure where they're going, but it's kind of cool. Most of these kids that are going on to college somewhere, you know, this week they're they're strutting around, they're sporting their college stuff, you know, they're – their swag, you know, and stuff like that, and that's kind of neat. And you know, there's a little teasing going on once in a while. You know, uh, in fact, I wore a little bit of tech stuff yesterday, and uh, there's a, we got a fair number of Carroll kids. You know, they're here, and they're, they're kind of ribbing me a little bit about wearing the tech stuff. So, but yeah, there, you know, a lot of these kids are going to move on, and and this is a good experience for them to kind of learn new faces in a short time because when they go on to college, it's going to be a sudden change, and. Um, you know, and then we also, like I said, there's also a handful of kids that may not be moving on to play college sports, and that's fine. But, you know, I reminded them, I said, whether you're, whether you're going to, you know, report for someone on August 1st or not, consider this to kind of be your last high school game and make it a special thing. And I, I told them, and this is, I really believe this, the relationships you create and the context you make after high school are the ones that are going to stick with you longer and longer, and those people will become your best friends. Um, and, and that could start this week, you know. Like you said, uh, kids from Billings meeting kids from Great Falls or kids from Fairfield or wherever it's from, um, you know, they, they all of a sudden become friends, and then for the next how many every years, They'll run into each other and they'll talk about this week and they'll talk about this game. But more importantly, they're going to talk about, you know, what have they been doing? And, you know, if we're doing things right in the world as coaches and teachers, educators, whatever you want to call it, but parents even, I think that's what we're, you know, part of this game is, is just in very minute ways trying to help kids understand how they'll adjust to a whole different world as adults. You know, having to work with new people, having to take orders from new people. Um, but, you know, and then being proud of what you do and then, you know, taking it to whatever your next step in life is. So I know that kind of sounds cliche, but I still believe that after being in this sport and being in this profession for so long, we have such a huge responsibility not not to be the guy that's a yeller and the screamer and that type of person, but to, to make sure kids understand why we do things as we become adults. And... Um, and, and the biggest thing this week is I told those kids, I said, every time you walk off the practice field, every time you walk on this practice field, I want to see a smile on your face. Because I said, you're doing something. You 41 kids are doing something. There's a whole lot of kids in the state would love to be doing right now. But you're going to be the special group this week. So, um, And I don't know if they listen to me, but it seems like they're taking that suggestion to heart. Um, uh, they're really enjoying their time here. Well, as they should. Mark Sampson joining us. East-West Shrine game Saturday in Great Falls Memorial Stadium. He is the coach of the East. And just two more things for you, Coach. First of all, you look at that West roster. There's a lot of talent on both these rosters, but the West uh, has uh, a lot of talent, especially a couple quarterbacks that are both Division One bound. So uh, what do you think of the matchup? How do you go about scouting the, uh, the opposite sideline in an All-Star game like this? Well, I'll release a little secret to you. I've got some friends of mine in Great Falls, and when the West gets off the bus, we're just going to sidetrack a few of their players and tell them the game's going to be played in belt, and then we're going to take them <laughs> to the camp. So, um, no, yeah. And, you know, that you're absolutely right. And, you know, coaching here at Great Falls and then, like, the other coaches that we have on our staff have seen, these, you know, some of these players playing. We know they're coming from good programs. They're coming from state championship games and, and – uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But that's the way it should be, you know. Um, and, again, we're going to do what we can do best and, you know, try to contain the weapons they have on offense. And, and they've got some very good defensive players. And, 
we got to find ways to attack them and and get the hand get the ball in the hands of our playmakers in the right spots and and then just see what happens. You know, the other thing, Colts, you know, the suit. Another thing that's going to be important will be the special teams. And if we don't make any mistakes there, but it's the same thing whether it was a game in June or a game in September. I learned that years ago. If you don't make any mistakes in the special teams, at least you're giving yourself a chance to win. So um, uh, in that case, you know, yeah, the West is loaded, but also, like I told you, I, I think we're a lot better than maybe people will give us credit for. Um, and I, I think it's going to be a well-played game. I know we're, again, our kids are excited about it. Uh, be a great crowd. You know, the people of Great Falls are excited about having the game in Great Falls again. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll get after it and see what happens. Well, last thing for you, Mark Sampson joining us. And, Coach, this will be your 390th game as a coach across the last 40-plus years in the state of Montana. I know you just retired there at Great Falls High. Who knows what's coming next, but a special moment probably for you to be a head coach one last time. So what do you think this is going to be like for you and your family? That's uh, a good question. You know, I mean, we've kind of all <laughs> we've already been through the – it is amazing. It took a while for my family. I actually believe I was retiring. I kept <laughs> I <bet>. I retired. <laughs> then finally they said, you actually really did. And I said, yeah, I did, you know. But – um yeah, it'll be special. You know, um, I was fortunate that many years ago that wonderful wife of mine would want to date me and then, you know, marry me, which sometimes I'm sure she thought, what am I doing? But, you know, and I, I was lucky that I married into a, a situation with the Petrino family where, you know, competing, playing football especially, but then also coaching football was important. And, uh, you know, I owe a lot to them for what I learned about the game. I obviously owe a lot to my father-in-law uh, for how many jobs he helped me get in my career. And, um, you know, so it'll be special. Um, you know, I, I'm so fortunate because my entire coaching career, my wife has always been there. My kids have always been there. Uh, you know, my parents, and you know, they're both dead at this time, but, you know, they when they were alive they followed me uh kelly's folks obviously followed wherever i was at um you know i've got grandchildren now that lord they're in middle school but one of my grandsons is going to be on the sidelines uh for the game and uh, you know it, it is kind of special but i look back on it not because of necessarily anything i did but for the fact that i was fortunate to be a part of a great family and uh, we've had a lot of good times, and I'm so proud of what my kids have turned into. Not only, you know, my, my son Kyle at Tech being a, a darn good football player and football coach. My son Mark is a great football player. He might have been the smartest of the three by going and becoming a physical therapist. My daughter is a teacher, and she was the head coach, you know. And, um, you know, it, it's, it really is kind of a feather in, in my wife's and my cap for what our kids have turned out to be. So it'll be special. And it'll be a little emotional, I know that. Um, but as I told the kids here in a meeting on Sunday, I said, you know, my official retirement will begin about 10 o'clock on Saturday night. And until then, I, you know, I kind of, because when I kind of got away from it, you know, I haven't done a lot of football stuff at all since Christmas. And this has been fun for me. I, I, it brought back the memories about why I love coaching so much. And a lot of it is because of people you can be around. So, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be emotional. I know that. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It'll be special. But, you know, then when it's over, it's over, and I'll move on, and we'll do other things. Well, congratulations to you and your family and all the people that you've impacted over all of these years. And uh, have yourself some fun on Saturday. Mark Sampson, the head coach of the East team for the East-West Shrine Game, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN Roundtable. And, Coach, I'm making the drive up to Great Falls on Saturday, so I'll see you then. But best of luck with the game on Saturday, and be sure to enjoy yourself. Thank you. Coulter, thank you for everything you do for the state of Montana. Um, you're by far one of the best. So keep it up, and I will see you at the game Saturday, okay? This is one of my favorite uh, affirmations, ways of, of really making it sink in and, and, you know, having gratitude for your life. I remember once upon a time, my first game ever playing varsity football at Missoula Big Sky was against Helena Capital. 
pretty sure they beat us about 56-14. That was when Kyle Sampson was, was on the way to uh, Gatorade Player of the Year and Helena Capitals on the way to going undefeated. They were running the zone read before anybody in Montana even knew what the zone read was. As a sophomore linebacker, my head was spinning. I had no idea where the ball was. I was getting knocked on my butt. I, at that moment, thought Helena Capital was this unbeatable juggernaut. And then a couple years later, Coach Sampson's up there at Montana State Northern, and uh, he comes to Big Scat. He recruits me and gave me a good recruiting pitch. And you know, I thought about it, thought about going to Haver for a minute. But full circle, here we are, you know, some almost 20 years later, and uh, he's on my radio show, and... and uh, Congratulations to him on an outstanding career filled with so many victories and uh, so many great teams and so many memorable players and so many memorable moments. Certainly a huge impact on the world of Montana high school football for Mark Sampson. So we appreciate him as well as Bryce Carver. Sort of yin and yang there, right? You got the, the up-and-coming guy. I mean, Bryce Carver is probably only about 30, 31. I think he's the same as my brother. And uh, he's already in his fifth season at Hamilton High School. He's 51-6. and six. Pretty good start to his career. Multiple playoff wins. And then last year, the state championship. So one guy at the beginning part of his career, one guy towards the end, they'll meet. Great Falls at the East-West Shrine game on Saturday evening in the Electric City. We'll be there. That's a wrap to our ESPN Roundtable Shrine Game edition. Appreciate Bryce Carver and Mark Sampson for joining us. And thanks to you for hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Great place for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Plus, they have an early and a late happy hour. And they have a full-service casino as well. Go check out Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. What's going down the rest of the week? And uh, some extrapolation on our conversation yesterday about the Live Golf Tour. We'll finish up. Take you home here on your Wednesday. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Radio. One of the tried and true American traditions. U.S. Open, Father's Day weekend. Definitely was always one of my favorite things to do with my pops. It begins tomorrow. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, but not right now. We'll be back on SWX ASAP, but you can always stream and or listen to the show on the ESPN Montana app. Shout out to Tommy and Andrew and Jeff Safford for their great work on developing that app appreciate those guys for all the work they've done and a lot of fun stuff coming down the pipe for that app as well so uh get it in your life i promise you it's going to be well worth it great way to keep up with this show live and or archive great way to keep up with all things espn radio whether it's chris hockey grizzly cross nuanas now and a whole bunch of other fun stuff go get that espn montana app scotty scheffler took the pga tour by storm and was one of the hottest golfers the tour has ever seen uh, early on here, uh, I guess the first half of this calendar year. But Rory McIlroy, who won the Canadian Open a week ago, he has moved ahead of Scheffler as the betting favorite in this weekend's United States Open. McIlroy, though, is making headlines for other reasons. He, as we've been tracking, golf is at a crossroads, and the monopoly that the PGA Tour has had for quite some time on professional golf, both on the domestic and global scale, is running thin. A variety of some of the world's best players have made the move from the PGA Tour to the Live Tour. And the Live Tour has an unbelievable amount of discussion going on around it because of the astronomical and eye-popping prices, or I guess uh, payments, payouts, purses that they're offering but also because of where that money comes from. But I don't want to get into that side of it as much right now because I find it interesting that there's a brewing dynamic of one association or the other. And some of the guys that have jumped ship to the live have not been very remorseful. It's very clear to me that they are taking direct advice in their ear from 
public relations people because they're saying exactly the broad, generic, non-specific, and largely nauseating button, hot button words and phrases that you, you need to say. And uh, they're all saying the same thing. So, you know, a lot of what the guys have made the move to the liver aren't saying is is what they're saying. It's That's enough of a statement for me. But on the other side of things, Roy McIlroy, who's now the betting favorite in this U.S. Open, shots fired at his press conference yesterday. He's been very candid about this. Uh, when asked if he understood guys uh, moving over to the live tour like Bill Mickelson uh, because they're getting older in age and it's a huge financial opportunity, McIlroy said, I understand, yes, because a lot of these guys are in their late 40s and in Phil's case, his early 50s. Yeah, I think everyone in this room would say to themselves that their best days are behind them. But that's what I don't understand for the guys that are of similar age to me going because I would like to believe that my best days are still ahead of me. I think theirs are too. So that's what makes me feel like they're taking the easy way out. He went on to say directly about Mickelson, McElroy did. He won a major championship 13 months ago, probably one of the crowning achievements of his career and one of the most impressive achievements in the history of the game of golf. As a golfer, I have the utmost respect for Phil Mickelson. I've been disappointed with how he went about what he's done, but I think he has come back and shown some remorse about how he's handled some things, so I think maybe he's learned from that. But uh, it's just interesting that Royal McIlroy is he's going after these guys a little bit, and I love it. And I think that I was saying this on the show yesterday, but sometimes we need to define nuance in certain elements. Well, we need it in all elements of life, but we need to do it in certain sports conversations because two different things can be true at the same time. Like you might not like, I mean, think about the way that we define in our minds the National Football League. How many people out there, probably almost every single person listening to this show, finds a lot of the misconduct of NFL players deplorable, myself included. You find a lot of the the, the portions of the game and the, and the disparity between the ownership and the players and the meat market that it's become and the commoditization of players and all that stuff, you find it less than savory. Uh, the NFL uh, and their recent track record of indiscretions with women, deplorable. Yet, who's sitting there watching the NFL over and over and over because you can find not only the fun, the camaraderie, the pageantry, the tribalism, all of it that comes from watching football on NFL Sundays, but you can also see just the benefits, the way it unites communities, the way that, you know, it is sort of uh, this this last relic of uh, a true combat sport and uh, how much we tag to that within our culture and society. And so I keep thinking about this from the golf perspective, but I also think that there's just a parallel there from a pure entertainment standpoint. And again, I'm not trying to advocate or justify where this money is coming from for the Live Golf Tour. But it is what it is, and it's not going away. So therefore, I think that we need to redefine how we think about this. And so what if this is just the good guys versus the bad guys, the heroes versus the villains? Maybe Rory McIlroy is moving to the front of the line to be one of those uh, heroes, one of those good guys. Phil Mickelson certainly moved to the front of the line as one of those villains. And what if this is just a clash between heroes and villains when the majors commence because that's the other part of the story the PGA Tour has no jurisdiction over the United States Open the British Open the Masters or the PGA Championship so all these guys that are playing on the live tour they're suspended from the PGA they'll likely all be expelled soon they can still play in the US Open they can still play in the Masters they can still play in the four majors so what if this is just now the culmination of the good and the bad the good and the evil or whatever way you want to say it but now you're going to have more guys that are coming off wins. It used to be like when you're thinking about who's going to be the favorite, who am I going to put some money on to win this week's U.S. Open? You look at who won the tournaments a couple weeks before. Well, now you have multiple tournaments. Rory McIlroy won last week. He won a PGA Tour event. Well, so did Charles Schwartzel. He won the Live Tour for the first time. So now you have two winners coming into this U.S. Open. So now you have two guys to consider that are playing really good golf. As it continues to expand, it's going to continue to be a discussion point. I know I'm talking about this a lot. I'm probably talking about this more than almost anybody on the radio, but I just find it endlessly compelling. But that's all to say, it should be a really fun U.S. Open this weekend. Um, I'm excited to see how tough the course is. It's always the toughest tournament in golf every single year. I also love 
You got a brand name star like Rory McIlroy, who's one of the uh, favorites in the tournament. And uh, so many of the big-name guys, whether they're recently defected to the Live Tour or some of the brand-name guys on the PGA Tour, almost every one of them is in the field. So it should be uh, a fun weekend to follow along. Mr. Thing in Nuanas now today. A awesome show for you. Mike Anderson from the Grizz hockey team came in to talk some Stanley Cup finals and about some of his new recruits. We also give you an update on local running and local runners. We also talk some high school sports, particularly high school football all-star games. We had a two-part ESPN roundtable with great interviews with Bryce Carver of Hamilton High School, who is leading the West team into the East-West Shrine game, and Mark Sampson, who completes a 38-year head coaching career with one last game, coaching the East squad in the East-West Shrine game before Coach Sampson officially retires. And then we talked a little golf. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana as well as the Advocates. Tomorrow, the illustrious return of Sean Rainey, our good buddy from SWX Montana Television. Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky teased it today. He'll actually join us tomorrow. We also have Eli Field of the Frenchtown softball team, the Class A state champions this last spring plus Jeff Safford of the Missoula Paddleheads. We'll see you back here tomorrow, 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.